This podcast is a Star Radio production. Hi, it's me, Henry. I'm telling you to please go listen to my new podcast, The Useless Information Podcast, airing this Monday. So please check that out. Go subscribe, tell everybody you know about it, and hope you enjoy. Remember you're never alone, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. Make sure you listen to my other podcast, Sleepy Star Podcast. Um, it'll be coming out on, um, I think, November 4th. Um, so definitely listen to that too. Subscribe and um, listen to all the episodes. Um, remember, you're never alone, and I, I hope you enjoyed the rest of the episode. ghost that seems just to love to skate and a ghost that had to go to the bathroom really bad and left the door to the bathroom locked for more than two days those stories and many more on today's episode hello i'm your host henry belbury um well over the course of a week i got glasses so yeah that is amazing and I'm even making sure my microphone is plugged in because I don't know if it is or not. Well, I tried to invite Isla to co-host with me today, but that did not work. So now it's just me. Um, so those are the stories for today. Um, please send in your ghost stories if you have any to gloomystar.ghost at gmail.com. That's G-L-O-O-M-Y-S-T-A-R dot ghost at gmail.com. So I guess we can get right into our stories. Here is our first one. Hello. I'm quite new to your podcast, even to the podcasting world. Even though I don't even have a podcast yet. I will soon. To start, I have a lot of scary stuff happen to me as a child, Including, including my bed levitating, the little boy with red eyes that stood at the end of my bed, but the most sinister one of them all was when I was 11 at my birthday party. I had my party at this old skating rink. We ate cake and opened presents and had skated um, for about 45 minutes before. After we were done, I went back out to the rink to skate by myself. All of my friends had already left. I was kind of mad that they had already left and started to cry. Then, all of a sudden, I heard what sounded like roller skates skating. So I looked up and I saw no one, but still heard the sound of skating. Then I went back down crying. And about 10 minutes later, I heard skating again. And I looked up, and for a split second, I could see a white mist skate around gracefully. So I got up and wobbled as fast as I could to the party room and told my parents. 
Of course they didn't believe me. Thanks so much for the podcast and hope to see this story on the air. Well, that story was just interesting to me. Um, well, uh, I wonder if the skates were actually, like, physical skates, or were they just, like, ghost skates? (laughs) I don't know. Um, um, that is a weird story. Hmm. Well, I guess... We can go on to our next story. (sighs) Hi, Henry. I've always thought of myself as an open person to the paranormal, but this story is just proof. One day, I was at a restaurant, and we were eating. They had some very nice music playing in the background. As we were finishing dinner, a band showed up. They were playing nice... Wait, they were playing nice music. All of a sudden, their microphones just turned off. And the music that was playing in the background before started again. But it was sped up. And it went down an octave. And it was in a minor key. And then the light started to flicker red like a candle. We finished and left as fast as we could. The worst part was, the very next day, it caught on fire, and there were 56 people inside. Thankfully, no one died, and only came out with minor injuries. But the building, on the other hand, collapsed and doesn't exist anymore. Well, There actually isn't, I'm not saying that story isn't a ghost story, but there isn't very, a lot of proof in it that's saying, like, this is a ghost story, but I'm never going to disprove your stories, so, yeah. Well, what was I going to talk about? Um, well, at the very end of this episode... There are going to be some emails that I got that are trying to disprove the paranormal and they're about topics and they're just asking me. So I'm going to answer those. Please send more of those in because I actually like answering those. Because that's going to be a big portion of our episode today. Um, We'll get back to the ghost stories just in a second after this short break. Hello, it's Henry from the Gloomy Star Podcast. Make sure you listen to my other podcast, Sleepy Star Podcast. Um, It'll be coming out on, um, I think, November 4th. Um, So definitely listen to that too. Subscribe and um, listen to all the episodes. Um, Remember, you're never alone. And I I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi, it's me, Henry. I'm telling you to please go listen to my new podcast, the Useless Information Podcast, airing this Monday. So please check that out. Go subscribe. Tell everybody you know about it and hope you enjoy. Remember, you're never alone. 
and enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. Okay, back from the break, let's go on to our third story. Hello, I work at a marriage counseling company in California. Last year, I came into work like any other day, but today the bathroom door was locked. So I just held it in for another 10 minutes and went back and it was still locked. Let me just tell you, it is impossible to lock the door from the outside. So suddenly I had to lock it from the inside. I went upstairs to the bathroom up there. I had had to go to the bathroom for the rest of the day. And at the end of the day, I did. So, I tried to open the door, but it was still locked. I mentioned it to my boss the next day. And P.S. it was still locked. And then the next day, and it was still locked. About 10.30, a company came to open the door. When they did, they found a pair of shoes that were a child size, probably about a three, and looked like they were from the 1800s. Okay, this story is really creepy to me. I don't know, just the shoe aspect of it, that just makes it really creepy to me. I don't know why, but yeah. So, that is a pretty creepy story. If I worked at a place and that happened there, I wouldn't go back. I don't think I would. So, yeah. That ghost must have had had to go to the bathroom for a long time. (laughs) And I wonder, like, because you have to physically move the door because it's a door. So you would have had to, like, take your hand, but they don't have hands is the thing, because they're just energy is all they are. So I really wonder how that works. Um, well, I guess we can go on to our last story, but don't fret, because remember, as I told you in the beginning of the episode, there are some emails that I got that are trying to disprove the paranormal that I'm going to debunk for you. So, there you go. Okay. Hi. On the first day that I got my fish tank, we went to the pet store to pick out some fish. So I picked a few out, and then a woman walked up to me in a uniform belonging to the fish store. She helped me pick out the fish from the tank and gave me the bag. We went up to the front, and the lady at the register, not the same woman that put the fish in the bag, asked if she gave us a piece of paper that had the prices of the fish. Thinking she forgot, I described the lady to the cashier, and she said she had never heard of anyone that worked there that looked like that. We then proceeded to talk to the manager, because this startled my mother. He then assured us that no one that matched my description ever worked at that fish door. That is definitely 
also a creepy story. Um, so, yeah. I'm really gonna have to get a new microphone. I don't, it's just ringing in my ear with my headphones, so, yeah. And sorry for the background noise, it's just a bunch of pots and pans. And it's annoying me just the tiniest bit, but whatever. Um, so, I guess we can get into the tweets. Not the tweets. (laughs) The emails that I got. There's three of them. Okay, so let's get into the first one. So if you die, your body is dead. If you were a ghost, you wouldn't have a brain, and you couldn't have any memories from your actual life, and couldn't make any more. Am I right? Well, okay. So what I think is, the brain, yes, it holds memories, and it is like what functions the body, but there's also a soul, which is just energy. And what I think it is, is you have a memory, and if it's important enough that it will change your life, or it has, it's just like a part of your life, it will, it's a part of your soul too. So like, it's like a carbon copy. Like, Your brain remembers it, and your soul is it, if that makes any sense. Because energy takes forms. It takes forms in objects, and energy is a weird thing. It's just kind of weird. And, yeah, so your soul is just energy that is just stuff that you remember from your past life and it's like what the s it's the essence of you it's what makes you different and us not all be robots because if we didn't have a soul we would all just have brains and we would all act the same because there would be nothing like saying you should do this and not that and you like this color instead of that color because The brain is just there to function the body, tell your arm to do this, tell your foot to do that. But your soul is there to pick stuff out for you and um, just, yeah. So that's my explanation of that one. Okay, so this is what the next one. So you're telling me that if you try to get in touch with the dead, they're just magically going to talk with me. Okay, not really. They're not just gonna pop out and say, hello. That's not really how it works. You're gonna have to like, because how mediums or psychics get in touch is they have like, they're, because there's a barrier. We all know this. There's a barrier between our world and their world. And For some people, it's a lot smaller than, and some people, it's really big, and nothing ever happens to them, and then if they're in, like, a haunted place, they can't even tell that it's haunted. But some people are, like, the line is so thin that they can just, it's like it's just this world. So they, it's kind of just like talking to a regular, regular person to them, um... 
and there are some ways now that we can actually talk to other things out there in the paranormal. Okay, I'm sorry that's really loud and I'm getting really annoyed, but whatever. So, there are other things out there that help us manipulate sounds and energies into words, which isn't exactly what happen what happens with psychics and um and mediums. What happens with them is it's literally like talking to them. To answer the question, no. You could, if you're just a regular person, then it will probably be pretty hard just to in your mind just say something and get a response back from a spirit. Okay. Here's the last one. So you said you were Catholic. I thought ghosts and stuff are all baloney to them. Okay, so this is just a side thing. So, how do you think Halloween was invented? Yes, it was invented by the pagans, but then it was taken on by the Christians as a time to remember those who have passed on before us. So in a way, that is spirits. And a lot of times now, things can be just, I don't know, like misread or taken very, very literally from the Bible or from something that someone said 2,000 years ago. No, I'm not just talking about Jesus. I could be talking about a pope or anyone, really. So, no, not to all Catholics. It's just to the ones that are taking it so seriously, they're really missing the point of what a religion actually is. So, actually, in the Bible, it does mention a lot of demons and things, too. What I'm trying to tell you is, yes, the Catholics are very, like, vigilant to, like, Ouija boards and stuff. And I had a conversation with someone at my school. I go to a Catholic school. And they said any type of communicating with the dead is devilish and should not be done. Well, some people think differently. It's really just how you think yourself. I mean, to me, mm, it, I don't know. I think it's fine. But to some other people, it might be really, I don't know, even in the same religion or denomination of Christianity, there's just a lot of, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. To answer your question, well, it depends on what type of person are you. Are you really, really Catholic? Are you open to other things? And yeah. Um, because I know a priest, um, he completely believes in ghosts and everything, so yeah, and that's a priest. And some people say everything that has to do with ghosts is devilish, and yeah. What also it might have came from is, like, paganism is just 
well, it's talking to the underworld. And a lot of times, people think of ghosts as only the underworld, and they stay on Earth just to haunt people and be scary and that. But really, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, and there's some things we just don't know, we don't really know. So, those were all of the emails that I got that were questions about the paranormal. Um, well, I'm going to do a, um, Facebook Live either today or tomorrow. It's just helps to spread the word about my podcast, so please listen to that. Well, watch that. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Henry Bilbrey. Um, yeah. It will probably be coming out at 5 tomorrow or about 8.30 today. So, please, um, watch that and share it with all your friends. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Gloomy Star Podcast. Remember, you're never alone. And bye. Hello, and welcome back to the Gloomy Star Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Hatcher. Or, um, well, that's what I think it is. Well, um, let me get into my story. So, one day, um, I went to work. Um, just so you know, my work is a a really small cafe. Um, I went to work, and about 30 minutes into my shift, um, some, like, old, just random teenagers came in. Oh, they were being just rowdy and loud and throwing stuff around. And I knew I couldn't do anything to stop them, so I just kind of avoided them. I went back into the kitchen, and on my way there, I saw my friend Lacey. Um, so I went over to her, and I said hi. And she acknowledged me and said hi back. She also said, like, are you serving those teenagers? And then I said, like, no, thankfully. And she asked me for a cup of coffee. So I went to the back and I put in her order. I wrote in big black letters on the cup, this like, the word Lacey. Um, so I walked back out and saw the table where she was sitting. There was no one there at all. It's like she just sat, got up and left. Then I just thought it was something really weird. I clocked out and went home because it was the end of my shift. Um, So I just sat on my couch and watched TV. And then my roommate Robin came home. And then I told him um, he wouldn't believe what happened to me at work. Well, I told him the same story that I just told you. And then what he told me next chilled me to the bone. He told me that I didn't have a friend named Lacey. I just, it was terrifying to me. 
I didn't understand. I saw her. I was literally talking to her and looked her in the eye. I took her order. What is most weird, I knew her name and everything about her, what she would usually wear. I knew every small detail about Lacey. And in that moment, I forgot everything about her. But I knew everything about her before. I knew her eye color. I knew every, just everything about her. Then Robin told me it was probably just stress messing with my senses, which I didn't think made any sense. That never happens to anybody. It's never happened to anyone that I've heard of. Well, the next day, I had to go to a funeral for a person in my class that I barely even knew. I didn't even understand why I needed to go. I got an invitation in the mail, like, a week ago to the funeral. And, again, I didn't even know this person very well. So, I got to the church and sat through it, and everybody else was crying, and I just sat in the back. And then I went to the burial. And it was fine, I guess. Nothing bad happened. And then, to my surprise, I got home, and Robin was sitting on the couch, like, really worried, and he asked me where I was. And I told him I was at a funeral. And he asked me where the funeral parlor was. And so we had to go to the grocery store anyway, so I told him we could drive by it and I would show him. So we drove by this field. It was only a field where I went. It was a church. I sat there for an hour in a funeral for someone I barely even knew. And it was just a big field. There were no gravestones in sight. And that is when I knew I needed to go to the doctor. I knew it. So I made Robin drop me off at the clinic. I signed a lot of papers that I don't think were even, that they just, you didn't need them. I don't think the clinic even needed them. So a doctor named Dr. Thompson took me into this room. He seemed pretty nice. He drew blood for me and he said he would come right back after testing my blood just to see if it was like, I don't know what it could have been. And then a nurse opened the door and said, where did you come from? And I just said, Dr. Thompson told me to wait here. And this is when it gets creepy. She said, Doctor Who? Oh. She asked. So I told her, Dr. Thompson told me to wait here. Again, she said, Doctor Who? And then I understood it. He was also fake. I grabbed my coat and ran home. And after that, well, after that is now. And now I can't trust anybody. 
I don't leave my apartment. When I have school, I keep to a schedule. And when classes get canceled, I don't know. I'm failing all of my grades. I'm failing in life. Just because of all of this stuff. All of this fake stuff. It's not even real. No one else can see it. No one understands. No one else does. Now my house is on fire. And what is that? Oh, it sounds like Robin's knocking on the door. Well, I guess he's trying to save me because my house is on fire. But I can't answer the door. Because Robin, he's not real.